you know. Well, but here's the thing. As you age, it's about dignity. You know what I mean? This is what you have to look forward to. It's really unavoidable. Uh -huh. George Lucas ruined my life. I mean that in the nicest possible way. And now, he hardly talked at all. When I got this job, they told me that I had to lose 10 pounds. Well, I weighed about 105 at the time. Well, no, but to be fair now, I carried about 50 of those pounds in my face. So you know what a good idea would be, though? Give me a hairstyle that further widens my already wide face. <laughs> but George Lucas, you know, I mean, the, he, he is a visionary, right? I mean, he has transported audiences the world over. And he's provided Mark and Harrison and myself with enough fan mail and even a small merry band of stalkers, <laughs> keeping us entertained for the rest of our unnatural lives. At 17, Carrie Fisher was turning heads in the film Shampoo, and just two years later... I love... Good evening, I'm Tom Yamas, in for David tonight, and we begin with the passing of a Hollywood legend and an American original. Carrie Fisher, whose role as Princess Leia in Star Wars vaulted her to pop culture immortality, died today in Los Angeles with her family by her side. It's so clear, um, her value and what she brought, not just to Star Wars, but to all of our lives. I'll miss her. We've gone through it all. And welcome, this is your first time here. Mark Hamill, you had the granddaddy. You had, I mean, one of the biggest secrets in cinema history. Right. Uh, the Darth Vader when you're on Kids are just an episode two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how long did you have to keep that secret? Well, the contrast was when we did Star Wars, nobody cared. You know, I read it, and I, I, I gave it to my friend to read. I said, that this is the goofiest thing I've ever read. And then he called, and he said, you're right, it is goofy. Uh, can I give it to Meredith? I said, sure. I passed it all around. Nobody <laughs> cared. Each other, angry at each other, fed up with each other, all of it. Just like real sibling. <laughs> that... Um, we were just in a really great place uh, in that she trusted me. I mean, because I haven't really changed. She knew she could rely on me. She knew she could relax and be herself. Not that she couldn't <laughs> with even a total stranger. But uh, that was something that I really uh, treasured. She was brilliant, and obviously we'll all miss her. But she'll always be the princess. Uh, who took command and never backed down, never was in jeopardy. She was always helping the other guys get out of the messes they created. So that's, we'll all love her forever and ever. 
I'm going to mirror a little bit of that. I think that there was no greater honor than that of working with the late and truly great Carrie Fisher. She was unlike anyone you've known, unlike anyone in this room. And so, on six years ago, they pulled the plug. Because what happens when you have sleep apnea? And yes, you have a little fun with some substances. And you code on an airplane. Hello, I'm Carrie fucking Francis Fisher. I'm on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, telling my story. Yes, people miss me. Yes, you could tell that they did some computer shit with me in the last two Star Wars films. But I'm at peace. And so I turn it on over to Dr. Zeus, who has resurrected me so many times by way of an exorcism. Thank you, Carrie Fisher. Six years ago, Carrie Francis Fisher died. She had had that medical emergency on the airplane. She was Princess Leia. She was the daughter of Carrie of Eddie Fisher and the incomparable Debbie Reynolds. But Carrie Fisher became her own icon. From Star Wars to the Blues Brothers, that marriage to Paul Simon, wishful drinking, when Harry met Sally, writing that amazing postcards from the edge, which is based on her life, to the chagrin of her mother, Debbie Reynolds. And then she did these wonderful one-woman shows, Wishful Drinking, which opened the show tonight of the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. She gave a very electrifying speech at the George Lucas American Film Institute Award Ceremony in 2005. And so I think we all just took it for granted that Carrie would always be here. And she's not. And so we have to, every now and then, you have to export me. I understand you have a show to do. and I understand that sometimes a ghost has to make an appearance. But fuck it, I gotta be at peace, man. I have my star in the Walk of Fame, finally, posthumously. Fuck that. What can I tell you? about being dead for six years. Thankfully, I left just as Trump was getting started because I don't want to be put through that shit. Unfortunately, the rest of the country was. My daughter, Billy, mom and I had already checked out. And tomorrow is the six-year anniversary of Debbie Reynolds dying of a broken heart. I'm Carrie Francis Fisher, I've approved of this, of the Dr. Zeus film podcast. We're going to play some clips. You know, the other night, this show talked about Bright Lights, Debbie Reynolds, and Carrie Fisher. And yes, we knew the documentary was going to be fabulous because my mother shares everything with me including the check. Yeah.
One more. Ah. Okay. Boom. It is very frustrating for her because inside my mom is the same person. Thank you. And she doesn't want to retire. She does not want to retire. Why do I feel like a feather? Why do I sing in a crowd? Why, when it's clear, lovely weather? Why is my head in a cloud? Performing gives her life. It feeds her in a way that family cannot. That's why I think it, we've always been frustrating. Because it's not... People aren't cooperative. Audiences are. When you're her, they are. Who is it? Right. Don't cry. Probably won't sink in for a while. She's like my idol. You see? Yeah. How come? Um, she just um, epitomizes a strong woman who speaks her mind, doesn't care what anybody else thinks. And I wish I was more like that. custodian and I'm as close as you're going to get. She's me and I'm her. I mean, they talk to me like I'm Princess Leia, who happens to have had all these, you know, difficult experiences to go through. And that's like me yeah. fighting for the force. <laughs> it's nice. They're nice. Oh, something's unplugged. I can see it. I thought this case was That's some of Carrie Fisher in the documentary. Bright Lights. Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds released five years ago in 2017. And alone is good. It's a powerful documentary as we observe the loss of Carrie Fisher, who... If you could see in that footage, whether it was Comic-Con or just meet and greet, the audience loved her. And they felt one with her after all she'd been through because she was, as she said, the custodian to Princess Leia. Good night to everybody. Will you come back and visit us? No, no, no. You, she's got to go to bed. Oh, <laughs> no! Oh, no! 
Fisher, I mean, come on, her her mother gave birth to her. Her mother was the epitome of grace and behaving herself, which she was taught to do in the early days. And um, in 2015, she received a Lifetime Achievement Award as well as an Oscar, an honorary Oscar. But she received a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Screen Actors Guild, that was her last ever appearance before her death in 2016. Thank you. I want to thank the Screen Actors Guild for awarding me with this tonight. It's very unexpected, and I, you know, I've been in the business now. 66 years and uh, my favorite movie was Singing in the Rain and uh, well I didn't mention it I say that yeah and I had a good time making that picture wearing myself out God gave us talent so we're very fortunate we all are what we do best believe in it and of course we uh, we do that of course my favorite movie was the unsinkable Molly Brown and uh, I had a lot of fun doing that thank you in that movie I got to sing a wonderful film a, a song called uh, I Ain't Down Yet. Well, I ain't. <laughs> Thank you all very much for this wonderful event. Thank you. Coming up, Ethan Hawke, Patricia Arquette, Rashida Jones, Andy Sandberg, and with a special tribute, Liev Schrutt. It was fine. Were fine. you nervous at all, Frank? Um, I yes, was but nervous. not for. I was long. nervous. My, I when was, did you not get nervous? You seemed like yourself. Well, down. no, it wasn't that. I, uh, the whole evening to me was wonderful, and there's no business like show business tonight. You know what? I have to say something. Everything about it is appealing. <laughs> something that the traffic will everything watch. no seriously everything well the traffic will allow That's nowhere right. can you get that happens when you're stealing and i don't mean you know out and out stealing extra bad 
extra bow. But there's no people like show people. There are people like show people. Yeah, that's true. No, that's true. Well, the smiling when they're low, oh, schizophrenics that. are like that. Oh, really? So they're like show people. <laughs> really? If they offered you another Life Achievement Award, would you do it? No, I can't be funny about tonight. It's too special. Okay. It was a special But that was night. a good question, though. Could you handle another Life Achievement Award? Because they're going to see no, you I did can't one, answer. and they're going to want to do it. That's right, the floodgates are I open. can't answer it because it's too special, and I won't be here then. I will have gone on. So it's very important for this moment to... For the big life achievement. To, <laughs> you, you, you don't get a chance to have a moment like this very often. It's not like any moment. It's its own special moment. <laughs> The man that won you. The man that won you. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And so, that is Bright Lights. I'm not going to do anything tomorrow about it. Um, But, um, yeah. I mean... They came into this world together, and um, they left this world together. Beloved and legendary actress Debbie Reynolds has died at age 84, just one day after the death of her daughter, Star Wars actress Carrie Fisher. Tonight we'll hear from celebrities in mourning. Yeah, that's what happened six years ago. The world reacting to the stunning death of the Hollywood legend Debbie Reynolds. The star first captured the world's imagination in Singing in the Rain, tap dancing with Gene Kelly. She was only 19 years old when they filmed this movie. When I think of Debbie Reynolds, this is what I think of, this iconic role in Singing in the Rain. She said the two toughest things she had to do in her life, giving birth and and doing this movie because she had no dancing. We're going to end tonight with Todd Fisher talking about... The death of Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds. Sitting down with ABC News and revealing their final personal moments. Here's ABC's Matt Gutman. If I loved you, it's magical, the love story that that went on for 60 years. And I got to see 58 and three quarters of it. They were close in life and will be closer in memory. Debbie Reynolds' son, Todd Fisher, in an exclusive interview telling 2020's Elizabeth Vargas the family is planning to hold a dual funeral service for the Singing in the Rain star. Life was a song. Died Wednesday, and her daughter played the indomitable Princess Leia, who died just a day earlier. We're going to have a joint service for them. We're going to put them together, and that's how she would want it. Todd Fisher recounting his mother's final moments just hours after Carrie Fisher's passing. She then said that she really wanted to be with Carrie. In she those, said that. In those precise words. And within 15 minutes from that conversation, she faded out. And within 30 minutes, she technically was gone. That bond began with her children watching adoringly. This 1964 photograph of Carrie mesmerized by her mother performing on stage in Las Vegas. We always were sitting in the wings watching my mother on stage in awe. There were rough patches, but if anyone could handle Carrie Fisher's addictions and battle with bipolar disorder, Todd says it was their mother. It's horrible. It's beautiful. 
it's magical. They're together. And they'll be together in perpetuity. Todd Fisher telling us that mother and daughter will be buried side by side, right next to old friends like Liberace and Betty Davis here in Los Angeles. He also tells us there will be a private family service and a public one for their millions of fans. Tom. And that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I'm finally Carrie. Why the Prozac Urn? Why the Prozac Urn? <laughs> well, that's for me to know and you not to find out, sweetie. Fucking A, I have the last word of humor. Thank you, Carrie Fisher. You're welcome. The Dr. Zeus Film Podcast is brought to you by talking to dead celebrities like myself. As always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs> <laughs>